Hi, this is Anita from the Dusty Roads podcast, where we're all about living our life as a global citizen. One of the great ways to be able to see the world and to see the world that's not so expensive is through camping. You know, I have gone with some friends on some long biking trips where we bike through the state of Iowa for a ride, which is called Ragbray, and we did quite a bit of camping during that ride. I also did a year with another group of friends where we biked from Utah to Idaho. And during that time, too, we also, you know, carried everything on our bike with us and went from town to town. But, you know, camping is one of those things where it can really be a lot of fun, but it can also be a disaster if you don't know what you're doing. I was recently writing a blog post about the guide to, you know, camping a bit in Yellowstone National Park. And Yellowstone National Park is a fabulous park, which um, if you haven't a chance to see it, it's a wonderful part of the world to go see, which is, you know, in Idaho and Wyoming and that area there, the whole Teton area up there. It's just a wonderful a place in the world. The town of, you know, Jackson Hole, Wyoming is really a cute little, um, well, I wouldn't call it cute little, but it, maybe cute little isn't quite the right word for the people that are the cowboys and from there. But it is a really nice sort of cowboy um, town that feels very Western, even though there is a lot of, you know, tourist things there, especially for my friends that live in the area there or who have property up there who, you know, go into some of the shops there, which feels like people are, you know, trying to dress up to be want to be cowboys, which is a whole other um, podcast that we could write about. But I want to talk a little bit about uh, camping or some things that you should do or think about if you're going to go anywhere in the world and you decide that this is what we want to do. We want to go camping. We want to camp from place to place or camp from spot to spot. And especially if you're looking to do it in any of the national parks that are in the United States. Many of these national parks in the United States, for example, like Yellowstone, they're very popular. They're very popular camping places and camping spots, especially during the high season. You know, so one thing that most people won't maybe don't realize is that really, if you're looking to do camping or, you know, to, you know, to go from campground to campground, you really need to think about reservations. You know, it used to be, you know, where maybe you could just sort of go in and they'd say, oh, we have a spot and you can be here. Well, you know, that's not true because, you know, camping, RVs, you know, having, if, especially if you have an RV and you need a special hookup or if you need a special site for your tent, you really need to be able to make some kind of reservation because you don't know whether or not you can get a spot or not, or you may not be able to get the spot in the campground that you want to get or you know, you, you may not get the amenities that you need. And though I haven't been camping in Europe, I would assume that this is the same anywhere else. Like, for example, I know here in Vietnam, you would need to do it and you just can't camp anywhere here. You know, some countries will maybe allow you to just camp on the beach. A lot of places will not. So that's kind of the same thing as having a reservation in that you sort of need to understand where you can or cannot camp. That is probably one of the first things. And also for your own safety reasons, you want to make sure you, you know, camp in a place which is safe. 
So if we're specifically talking now about Yellowstone Park and using some of the lessons from there so that we can understand for other places, the first thing you need to do is you need to understand that you must make a reservation. And if you're deciding to camp in Europe, Asia, wherever it is, really understand where you can camp, where you can't camp, why you can camp there. Because to be honest with you, in, in some of these countries, if you camp at the wrong location, the police will come and they may just take you away and you could end up in trouble. So you really need to make sure you're camping in the right spot. And that's even for a place like the United States, like even in Yellowstone, you just can't decide to camp anywhere. You know, you really need the permission to be able to camp where you're asking to camp. You need to really decide too, like what kind of experience do you want? What kind of experience are you looking for? And if we take this again with a place like Yellowstone Park, you know, there are uh, campgrounds there which have, you know, 400 sites. So that's a large campground. That's got a lot of other people that are camping with you. And if the whole campground's full, you know, that could be thousands of people in one campground. So... You need to understand, are you looking for a campground that's going to be like a smaller experience with only like a few different sites? You're going to sort of be off on your own or you're looking for a place where you're going to be around a lot of different people. So you need to really think about what kind of experience are you looking for? You're looking for something that's maybe convenient, which you can, you know, take a shower, has flushable toilets that, um, you know, you can maybe do some laundry or you're looking for some place which is really out in the middle of nature where there's nobody else around. In the United States, at least, and, I, and I'm sure this is true for Europe and, and some other places, you know, campgrounds sometimes will close. For example, you know, Yellowstone now has three campgrounds which are closed. Um, you know, it's for different reasons. One could be flooding. The other one could be uh, due to uh, wildfires. It could be other safety concerns. There could be lots of different reasons why a national park in the United States may decide to close some of their campgrounds. It could just simply be a safety reason why, or there could be some other reasons why. We may not know why, or we may know why. We just, you know, they may tell us, or they may not exactly tell us why. But you need to really understand that if the campground could close, so you need to check and make sure before you go to a place that the campground for some reason is not closed. You know, you need to check exactly what amenities you want. And like, for example, do you want flushable toilets? You want to be able to take a shower? Do you have a generator? You want to make sure a generator is going to be allowed. Are you looking for laundry facilities? Are you looking for a place that maybe has uh, some shops? Some campgrounds in the United States have things like swimming pools. They have, you know, playground areas for children. They have, you know, all these different types of areas. You need to really check and decide what type of amenities do we need for our campground. You need to reserve your spot. You need to understand where to reserve the spot and how. And a lot of times when you're looking to reserve your, your spot for the campground, they may ask you some questions. For example, how big is your tent? If you have a, a truck or a trailer, how big is your trailer? How, you know, how big is your RV? Uh, you know, they, they will ask you all of this because they want to make sure that they have a campground or a spot which can be able to accommodate you. Or that, you know, simply you can be able to drive in and out of the spot that they give you. So it's really important that you give them accurate information when you're reserving so you can make sure you get the best campground spot as possible. 
you know, um, a lot of campgrounds, especially if it's in the northern part of the United States, may be open seasonally, maybe only from like May until September, October. It really just depends upon where you are camping and um, whether or not they're open seasonally or not. If Yellowstone, for example, does have one campground that may be open year round, but that campground has been closed for a large part of the summer. So there again, if you're going to decide to camp off season, you need to really understand which campgrounds are open, which ones are not. Some of them may just close because of the fact that they just do not have enough people coming in and they don't have personnel to help manage the campground itself. Some of um, some of them will allow for bikers and hikers and others to, you can hike from spot to spot and then camp and set up your tent. So if you're going to uh, do this biking or, or hiking, you need to really be able to plan your time to get from campground to campground. I have done this myself and you have to really make sure that you can get the biking miles in for that day. You know, if you really can't bike 200 miles a day, don't put 200 miles between the campgrounds. Make sure it's something which you can handle and get from campground to campground during the time that's needed. A lot of the campgrounds at will limit the size and the number of people you can have. So, you know, you may only be allowed to have six adults. If you have seven adults or eight adults, you may have to get two campgrounds. And this is important because they will, just like a hotel may check how many people come into their room, they will check how many people are coming into their campground. So it's important that you're honest about all these things so you know exactly what you need to do. You know, many of these campgrounds are not really expensive. It might be $20, $30 for a night. So it's really not that expensive to camp compared to maybe staying in a hotel or, or um, you know, staying in an Airbnb. But at the same time, you need to be accurate with them exactly how many people you have. So the main thing is wherever you're deciding that you want to camp, you know, whether it's in Europe, whether it's in uh, the United States, or even if it's in Asia, you need to really understand where you're camping and if you can camp there and you need to have permission to camp there. And we highly suggest that during the peak seasons that you really make a reservation so you know that you have a spot if you are looking to camp. This is Anita from the Dusty Roads podcast. Thank you so much for listening. We uh, do appreciate you, our listeners. We'd like to thank you for being part of our community. We'd also like to thank um, our team. Well, let's put this together, especially Rico, because we know without our team, this would not be possible. Thank you so much. Mm-hmm.